Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, hour two, WEI late night, 617-779-7937. I'm Mark Dundero with you until midnight. Um, QB carousel off and running in the NFL. A lot of teams making moves. The Denver Broncos picking up Russell Wilson. That puts another team in play, another team in the Patriots way. The Broncos right now, you can make the case, are ahead of the Patriots. Okay, now, if the Patriots are active this offseason, they can counter the Wilson move, and I'll feel good about their standing. How active are they going to be? There's still a long way to go. And I don't think I can adequately answer that question right now. Okay? Wilson's a better quarterback than Mac Jones, but I expect Mac Jones to ascend. Does he have any help? That's question number one. Will he have anybody more formidable to throw the ball to? I am not expecting a, I mean, how do you want me to sit here and expect a huge breakout year from John U. Smith? Can't do that. Not realistically. I need a new guy. I need a weapon. Not Robbie Anderson. That's sort of spinning wheels. Might be a little bit, maybe you get Kendrick Bourne 2.0. That's fine. Not enough. It's not going to move any needles for me. I need a guy. I need a dude. And I don't know if they, I don't know if Bill Belichick's in the position to go get one, in the mindset to go get one. I don't know. Now he'll probably, you could draft one, but is that going to happen? I'm not sure. If that doesn't happen, the Patriots end up back where they were last year, and I'm disappointed. Okay, because that's not what I, after the year Mac had, I wanted to see growth, not just out of him specifically, but out of the pieces around him, because that would put him in the most lucrative position to expand his game. That's what I'm looking for. And right now it's too hard to say whether or not the Patriots are in position to do that. The Broncos got better. They have Russell Wilson. They've got a good secondary and a roster that could be ready to pop. I don't know. Javante Williams, really good young running back. Jerry Judy, I don't know how good he's going to be. It's probably going to be better with Wilson there. That's a team that's going to be in your way. You've got to make moves to counter some of these other moves that are inevitably going to happen. You don't think the Colts are going to add somebody? They get rid of Carson Wentz who I'm, by the way, done with. I am, I'm off whatever bandwagon. I was never on the Carson Wentz bandwagon. But if I was or if you are, get off it. Okay, because to me, if he couldn't succeed in Indy, okay, with a competent coach, a guy that had really been the, the uh, architect between, b- behind Wentz's best years, 
or best year, best season. I don't know where he's going to go to Washington and have more success than he had with a good team in Indy. Good offensive line, ran the ball well. Some pass-catching options. Competent head coach. No. I'm done with Carson Wentz. I think that was a bad move for Washington. Now, I get it. I guess Heineke isn't the guy there. That wasn't what, you know, that wasn't going to be uh, the long-term solution. So you go out and you get Wentz. So I guess I give him credit for giving it a try. I just don't think it's going to work. Colts are going to get somebody else. They get Jimmy Garoppolo. That's another problem. Then they're right smack in the Patriots tier. Problem. What about the Steelers? They get into Sean Watson. That would be a big problem. Big. All of these are problems if the Patriots don't go out and improve their roster. The roster right now, not good enough. And I can't sit back. You know, they're not unless they have some historically, unbelievably good draft, it's not going to be good enough. It's just going to be whatever, 2021, 2.0. You cannot stop. And the problem is, oh, they're out of money or whatever. Well, that's why you draft. That's why the Seahawks are in the position they're in. Because they couldn't draft ever since they built the initial team that they built 10-plus years ago. You've got to continue to draft. That's how you get the assets, and that's what Bill Belichick, unfortunately, hasn't done. He did it last year, but they need more help. I saw something today. Is Tom Brady going to go to Indy? Come on now. If Tom Brady goes to Indy, he ruins his entire legacy. Now, that was an over-the-top statement. But if he goes to Indy, that's just ridiculous. Like, sit your ass down and go home. You don't need to go to Indy. For what? (laughs) You know? Don't do that. I know he probably still wants to play. He doesn't know what he's going to do with his life without football. It's his love, whatever. Don't go to Indy. You look like a fool in that uniform. Jim Ursay, you're not, don't. Okay? Ridiculous. And I'm hoping he comes back just for the storylines associated with something like that happening. But going to Indy would be funny. It'd be a joke. It'd be, you know, I I can't even envision it happening. Be a good fit there. It'd be a great fit there. But I don't think they have the weapons that are going to attract him out of retirement. Does he want to go to Indianapolis? to live? I, I just don't see it. Aaron Rodgers is coming back to the Green Bay Packers. Predictable. Um, you know, I don't really, that doesn't really get me all that worked up. I will say it's a good move just because when I look at the outlook of the NFC, there, who is out in the NFC? You think you would think the Rams will take a step back. Might not be a big step back, but a step back. You know, the 49ers, they're good. They've been good, but what's their quarterback situation going to be with Trey Lance? I don't know. I don't think Brady's coming back there. I don't think Kyle Shanahan wants to deal with that. I don't know if I mean Brady would probably do it, but I don't know. I just don't think the 49ers are going to want to deal with that after all the the capital they gave up for Lance and I I just don't see it. 
the Cardinals could be good, I guess. But then there's that weird letter that that Kyler Murray's agent left out for, you know, the world to see. I, I That really doesn't make me feel good about where Kyler Murray's head's at going into 2022. Dallas is legit. I don't like the fact that they got rid of Amari Cooper because I'm not a huge believer in Dak Prescott. I like Dak Prescott, but in terms of his overall ability and can he elevate a team, I'm not a huge believer. So I think every and any offensive weapon he can have at his disposal is important. So getting rid of Amari Cooper, uh, I think, takes them back a notch, down a notch. So that's not ideal for Dallas. The NFC East, I mean, we're one of those teams going to contend for a Super Bowl? Don't see that. And then the South, you lost Tom Brady. He's not in Tampa anymore. Carolina, no. New Orleans, hell no. Who's the other team in the South? The Falcons? No. It's past Matt Ryan's bedtime. It's enough. That's enough. I mean, great player. No. Not going to be able to put it together enough. So, the NFC looks like, you know, the defending champion Rams, who lost at Green Bay this year, and Green Bay. And maybe Arizona. And I'll throw Dallas in. You've got four teams. Nobody with as good of a situation from a quarterback perspective as the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. But they're four good teams. So Rodgers comes back. Adams signs the franchise tag. That's, they'll be the favorite to go to the Super Bowl next year in the NFC. But it's still Aaron Rodgers. He still doesn't know how to come back from games where they're down in the fourth quarter. He's still not the greatest teammate. He still does things that make you scratch your head. I think he could still be a distraction, not the greatest in the locker room. I just think there are, there's too many things, too many X factors at play there that turn me off to the Packers and their uh, prospects of doing anything substantial this year, even though Rodgers is coming back. And he's going to have a drop-off. He's how old? 37, 38. You just won two straight MVPs. He's going to come down to earth. He's going to come back. Now, he's not going to go off the cliff. He's going to come back. So, this is all about how aggressive Bill Belichick is going to be. That's what this is about. Because if they stand pat or if they throw the excuse at us that they don't have the money and they can't spend, the Patriots might be a little better. But anything significant that's going to really get your attention will not be there. It'll be the same situation. Yeah, they might make the playoffs. Might put up a fight in a game. That's it. Because it's just not... They don't have as... They don't have enough good players. They don't have enough good playmakers. Not to mention the coaching staff is a question mark. Patriots are reportedly in on Allen Robinson, or at least investigating, kicking the tires, doing due diligence, whatever you want to say. That would be better than anything they have. That would probably excite me. Check that. That would excite me more than Robbie Anderson. But, I mean, I'm not going crazy. 
I'd rather get Tyler Lockett from Seattle. More of a slot guy, but, you know, he's had some major production. And the Patriots have had big success with slot guys anyway. So I'd be all right with that. I would be excited by that. But you got to do something. I Even if it's not the ideal move, you have to make a significant play to, in, to improve the talent on the team and to build up that receiving core specifically. For Mac, for the Patriots winning and their chances to win. I mean, it starts right there this offseason. You have to address the, the defense, and that's what I want Bill to do in the first round, mainly because I have confidence in him making that pick. You take a receiver there, how am I supposed to have confidence in him making that pick? I, I just don't. I can't. I want to see movement because you have to based on some of the other moves being made in the AFC and the moves that are pending. Other teams are getting better. You have to do the same. You can't hide behind the cap, the money that's not available. Find a way. Get some guys in here or draft some really competent players if you're able to. It, it has to happen now. You know, I if, if they can find a way to get Bobby Wagner, I'm all for it. I Again, I just don't know if that's – I just don't know if they could be aggressive two years in a row. Just doesn't feel like it's in their MO. It doesn't feel like it's something that runs through Bill Belichick's blood. All right, when we get back, more on the Celtics. And are they legitimate NBA title contenders? We're going to revisit that question and we'll talk about what they have in front of them in terms of the Eastern Conference playoff landscape. 617 779 7937. This is WEI Late Night. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Is the championship window open? Is that, I mean, I know you, you put that in a tweet and sometimes we get very hyperbolic after a fun win, but do you believe that? Do you believe that they have a legit chance at being a finals team? 100%. They're not the favorite, but the Celtics have certainly entered the conversation where they could win the NBA finals. If you're looking at the favorites, I have Philly uh, making it to the finals in the East at the moment. Bucks would be right behind him. If you're telling me you're getting a full-time Kyrie Irving and a healthy Ben Simmons and the Nets are right there too, but Boston is right there to me, right next to Miami as a team that has a shot. Chicago would be a bit behind both of them. They've really slipped defensively as of late, but everything we've seen from the Celtics in the year 2022, it's really it's not just the defense. It's not just Time Lord getting better. It's not just Ooh. Marcus Smart on offense. It's guys like Jason Tatum making a leap into that borderline top 10 like you guys are talking about. All right, that was Kevin O'Connor on early edition on NBC Sports Boston. Kevin O'Connor from the ringer. And he's absolutely positively correct. The Boston Celtics are title contenders. Okay? This is not complicated. You have an elite defense. You have a superstar. Yes. Okay. Superstar in Jason Tatum, an elite scorer. And you have complementary pieces that understand their role, that play with heart, energy, and conviction. That's a championship contender in the NBA. They are going to put other teams out of style coming soon. Now, I don't know if it's going to be this year. They're not favored. They're not the favorite this year, but it's coming because all these other teams are going to be old. They're going to be tired. They're going to get each other. They're going to get on each other's nerves. You know, somebody will get angry. Kyrie Irving will break up a team. This will happen there. I think the Celtics like each other. I think they're going to be here for the long haul. I think they're all excited to play for Ime Udoka, who should get a ton of credit, who said at the beginning of the year, Didn't have enough assists. Sorry, Brad. They're going to pass the ball, move the ball better. He was going to bring out the dog in guys. That's what he was good at. I mean, I'm going to tell you this. The Celtics remind me, in a lot of ways, of those old Spurs teams. You know, they never had the most dynamic They had good players, obviously. Tony Parker, Manny Ginobili, Tim Duncan, one of the best players of all time. And then you throw in the Kawhi Leonard uh, year they won the championship there. But they always were good even when those guys weren't always playing or if they needed a fill-in. They always just had a system that worked, a culture that worked. Tim Duncan a part of that. Popovich obviously knew what he was doing. It's starting to feel like the, the Celtics are just, their culture works. It's Spurs-ish. Now, this is a micro sample, but it's it feels real because it is. And I don't know how you look around the Eastern Conference and think they're overwhelmed by anybody or think they can't play or think they don't belong in the club or the conversation with any other team in the conference, in the league, but specifically in the conference. 
They will destroy Chicago if they play them. Okay? They will laugh Cleveland off the floor if they play them. Nice stories. Nice. They will dominate those teams as of right now. I think Miami, who has given them all types of problems, obviously in the bubble, they were... I think Miami, if the house is on the line, I am absolutely picking the Celtics to beat Miami. I don't think Miami is going to be able to swag their way to a win in a series over the Celtics anymore. I think Jimmy Butler isn't the Jimmy Butler we saw in the bubble. He wasn't very good last year against the Bucs. I think the Celtics will also have the best player in that series. Now, Jimmy Butler might be in Nick Wright's uh, superstar club, You know, good for him. (laughs) The the Celtics, I think, will play with the Heat, and I think they beat the Heat. Now they would. I think their culture matches up with the Heat. I think Ime Udoka matches up better with the Heat. I I think the whole scenario matches up better with the Heat. It wouldn't be an easy series necessarily. The Heat know what they're doing. That's a good team. They're the number one seed. But I take the Celtics because they have something brewing, the culture, the way the team is playing, and they'd have the best player on the court. I take the Celtics to beat the Heat. You look at Brooklyn, you look at Philly, those are tougher matchups. But, you know, Philly, the pick and roll with Joel Embiid would be tough. However, he's still a center, he's still a big. Defensively, he can get, I don't want to say exposed, but you can do things against them defensively. The Bucks are really good. That'd be a tough series. Giannis, a bona fide Batman and Robin, championship pedigree, all that. But Jason Tatum is now playing like this, a superstar on a level we've never seen. So what do you want me to just sit here and completely discount the Celtics' chances against that team? You know, the Sixers, you never know what's going to happen with uh, James Harden. Is he going to go AWOL? Is he going to become Doughboy? Are, you know, are some of the pieces around him not going to be able to do enough offensively or defensively? You know, Matisse Thibel, really good defender, but can he absolutely shut Tatum down at this point? Are you going to bet on that now? I'm not. So, yeah. And if you get to the finals, the Suns, nice story. You can handle the Suns. You know, you're not overwhelmed by the Phoenix Suns, and you're certainly not overwhelmed by the Golden State Warriors, who have lost, what, 8 of 10? The West isn't as good as the East. Whoever comes out of the East is probably winning the championship. The Celtics can play with any of these teams, and they're going to probably be, probably be, the biggest unknown going into the playoffs, and I mean that as a good thing. I don't think it's going to be a scenario where, by unknown, I'm talking about a team that's inconsistent. And you just kind of cross your fingers and hope that they show up in the way that you hope that they show up and perform the way you hope they perform. I think we're going to be able to rely on how this team's going to play. Now, that doesn't mean they'll win. They could just be bested by a team with better players, better talent, who really stepped up in that given series. But they're going to be right there to win. 
They're going to be right there to beat any team they play. And the good news is Brooklyn, who, you know, the jury's still out on Brooklyn. Will Kyrie Irving be available? Um, is Ben Simmons ever going to play? If Ben Simmons does play, will they have any semblance of chemistry? You know, I guess you could you could talk about how that could create problems for, for Jason Tatum if Simmons is out there in full speed and the back's all right or whatever's hurt is at the back or the hamster, whatever it is, and he's able to defend Tatum a little bit, that could be a problem with Durant. But that's a lot of ifs. Are they going to be able to mesh? Are they going to be able to find a way to coexist? You know, and the good thing about Brooklyn in their current situation, they're going to be what? The eighth seed? Or the seventh seed, that means they're almost to the point where you can guarantee a first-round matchup with either Miami or Philly. That would be good for the Celtics, especially if they played Philly. Get one of those two teams out. Because, you know, as much as there are question marks surrounding the Brooklyn Nets, I don't necessarily want to see them get a little momentum and, and have to play them. So we'll see. Let's talk to John in the car about the Celtics. John, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Isn't this the same team a month ago that pretty much cashed out, for lack of a better term? People said this team quit on more than one occasion. They're tired of listening to Marcus Smart put himself in the elite conversation. Brown and Tatum, as a matter of fact, made it a point not to mention them. Look, at they're, they're beating up on bad teams for bad the most teams. part. They've got a couple of decent wins, but they're playing some pretty cupcake portion of their schedule right now. They're supposed to win these games. Let's see them face some adversity when they're down three games to one in a playoff series or, or even even, and they got two of the next three on the road. And you know what? This team, more often than not, doesn't do well in that situation. And the reason they don't is because, for the most part, they don't have the best player in that series. Now, Tatum's gotten better, but one guy isn't the NBA anymore. you got to make these super teams. And I just don't think they have it. You start getting into the elite, the, the, the real grind of a semifinal or, a, or a, even a final if they make it, I just don't think they got the horses to get there. And at the end of the year in the NBA – if you're the first place loser, who cares? You may as well be the first pick in the lottery team because they just are never going to be able to land that elite free agent to get them over the hump because that league as a whole still thinks that this place is a bad place to come. I appreciate the call, John. That's a good call, good take, and there's not a lot I can say about some of your concerns, especially when you talk about being down in a playoff series. And I've talked about that on this air. That is still a reservation and a box that needs to be checked. However, going back to your point on did they quit, I never got the sense that the Celtics were quitting. You know, I, I didn't see them as quitting. I saw them as wildly pathetic. And there was a stretch during the regular season, you know, early on where I was literally tuning in to see how they were going to lose. I mean, it, it became comical. 
So that was bad. But quitting, you know, there was some, they butted heads. There was the Marcus Smart comment that Brown and Tatum don't pass. All those things were negative. But in terms of quit, I don't remember quit. And I, I never felt like they were quitting. I just thought they absolutely sucked. And I thought that Brown and Tatum didn't know how to win. I was worried that Jason Tatum didn't know how to elevate his teammates. But things change. And this clearly is a different scenario. You give Ime Odoka credit, who has seemingly found a way to reach this team. They have found a rhythm. Everybody has found their roles. They are healthier than they've been, which I think is a thing. I don't think it's the biggest thing, but I do think that's a thing. And they are in a groove. And Tatum, you're right. He has not proven it. You know, but they are, they're showing little signs of being able to overcome some of the adversity that in the past they haven't been able to overcome. Like, I, you know, we talked about this a little bit the other day. For example, last Tuesday against the Hawks, they lose Jalen Brown in the first quarter. They're down 15 to a team that isn't great, but they've had some issues against in the past. Down 15 in the second quarter, come back, win going away. Now, yeah, you're right. If they get down in a playoff series, have to go on the road, how are they going to respond? But I believe, I think this team is for real. I think they have responded to Ime Udoka. I think he has brought out the dogs or whatever he said to start the year. They are playing team basketball. They are playing elite defense, which we know travels. And I know you talk about the super teams, but, you know, where are the super teams? Like, where are the super teams? Brooklyn, who's in disarray. Kyrie Irving isn't vaccinated, can't play in home games. We don't know what Ben Simmons is going to do. Is he even going to mesh? You got Kevin Durant. I mean, is Philly a super team? I don't know about super team. They got a great duo there. Let's see how they do. How's James Harden do when he encounters some adversity? I'm sorry. He isn't exactly Tom Brady. Okay? So he's a really talented scorer. But don't tell me that James Harden is impenetrable. Because we know Doc Rivers certainly isn't. The Bucks are really good. But the Celtics have beaten the Bucks plenty of times, including twice this year. And they play them again in Milwaukee in a little bit, a few weeks. So they are right there. They're right there. And I get it. it you know, don't, again, See it. This is a different squad. I totally understand. If you want to wait, there's nothing I can say to you. If you want to wait and have them prove it to you in the playoffs and have them win a series against a team that has better players after going down 2-0 or or 2-1 or 3-1, you know, if you want to see that, I can't argue with you. I'm just telling you what I think. And I think the changes in the turnaround is real. And they have figured it out. I think they've figured it out, and we can sit back and watch a team that has been built and well-constructed go after a title. Doesn't mean they'll win it, but I think we can watch them go after it knowing that this team has has done what they needed to do to put themselves in a position to be a well-rounded 
basketball team that is executing at a level that can get you into a situation where you're making a run at a championship. I cannot say the same about the New England Patriots and the way their team is currently constructed. Ethan, do we have? The, did you find the sound from Phil Perry on the Patriots Talk podcast? Yes, I did. Could you play that for me, if you don't mind? This is Phil Perry on uh, NBC Sports Boston, the Patriots Talk podcast, talking about their off-season approach. Having Tom Brady and Bill Belichick there every single year, knew you knew what you were getting every single year. And that's not the case anymore. Even though they have a young quarterback that I think a lot of us believe has shown real promise and has the ability to be a really good player, and that a lot of us believe that Bill Belichick's still a really good coach. But when all those other pieces are moving around those guys, there's uncertainty. And mm-hmm. that's natural. And so I would say uh, there is plenty of that surrounding the team right now. And for me, it really does. It starts on the coaching staff because I, I think it's that important. And because I think the players that that may be out while important, um, I don't know if they're going to to lose players, Tom, that are going to necessarily make them like four to five games worse you know what I mean I don't think we're going to see any kind of cratering but it's just can they maintain what they started last year and build upon it because that's what people are expecting okay so that's can they build upon it that's the question and I don't necessarily agree with Phil in terms of the most important thing is the coaching staff or the first thing I look at is the coaching staff no the first thing I look at is Mac Jones now if you want to say the coaching staff is the key to getting Mac Jones to develop into the quarterback that we hope and think he can be, fine, we can have that conversation. I don't think that's necessarily the key. I think Mac Jones is going to be a stud if he's going to be a stud. Do you know what I mean? Like, if he's going to be really good, whether or not Josh McDaniels is there or Brian Dayball is there or, you know, uh, Adam Gase or whatever, that's not going to really matter if Jones is destined to be a stud. If you're a dude, you're going to be a really good player. If you're not that guy, guess what? You're going to struggle. So, you know, it helps to have really good coaches offensively and and continuity and all that. But I think if Jones is is legitimately a stud, we are going to see studly things out of Mac Jones. So, you know, the coaching staff is important. It's not as important as Jones and the weapons. You know, I will take a number one wide receiver over the best offensive coordinator of all time any day. So get me the weapon so I can really see what Mac Jones is capable of. Okay, because I agree with Phil. It's not, they're not going to crater. This isn't a team that's going to just go down the drain. The question is, can they build off of what they did last year and can they improve? That's what we all want to see. And I don't think that's going to happen unless they make significant improvements from a weapons offensive perspective that's where it starts for me you could get some linebackers you hit a guy in the draft you get Bobby Wagner I applaud that but oh yeah last year they had for 14 weeks the best pass rusher and best cornerback arguably in the NFL okay where'd that get you blown out in the in the not even the divisional round it was the wild card game blown out don't say they didn't have any defensive pieces last year they did You need to change the culture. You need to understand that it's an offensive league now, as hard as that is for me to admit. It's got to start. Offense has to get off the bus first. Quarterback, number one wideout. First two guys off the bus. Then maybe a defensive player, preferably a linebacker. 
Can they supplement Jones? That is the only question that matters this year. Anything else will just be, you know, staying where they are, keeping pace, all those things. You've got to supplement Jones if you want to see a true ascension. Without that, you will not see what you're looking for in terms of taking steps forward. You won't see it. You want a Celtics conversation in regards to the Patriots? That will never happen with just getting a linebacker and a cornerback to replace J.C. Jack. That is not going to happen. If you want a real Celtics conversation for the Patriots, you start with getting real weapons for Mac Jones. You go from there. You draft from there. Bill can draft linebackers in the first round. You draft from there. You go from there. That is the key to taking a step forward. Offensive weapons and supplementing Mac Jones's growth and development. This is WEI Late Night. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, back here on WEI Late Night. Getting set for random-ass emails. Got some good emails tonight. Thanks to everybody that that reached out here. Um, Baseball remains deadlocked here. The international draft, a big point of emphasis. Players don't want it, especially the Dominicans. I mean, if they think it's really going to derail baseball and what they do in the Dominican Republic, I think that's something that the owners should consider. Of course, they're not going to. But that's such a hotbed for talent. You know, you got to figure that's something that you need to factor into what you're making a decision on. It's just a maddening, sickening. I mean, I I talked to a guy today who, uh, you know, he's coming in to run the Boston Marathon. And he bought Red Sox tickets. He's coming in from Colorado. It's tough, tough, man. Tough. Uh, I, I wish him well. I don't know if it's going to happen. Um, all right. Let's get to some of these emails here. Random Ask Emails, the late night segment here. You email me, mark.dondero at wei.com. Anything you want. We got some tonight. Let's get it started. Jonesy and Weymouth, your thoughts on Russell Westbrook trying to stop people from calling him Westbrook. Okay. Look, I, you know, I'm not for bullying, obviously. But here's the thing. This is professional sports. And there's going to be some mean people in the stands that call you names, especially when, you know, 
you're not playing well. So the fact that he kind of said, I'm doing this to protect the legacy of my name for the kids, for my kids, to me, and while I respect the thought, to me, that feels like preparing the path for the child instead of preparing the child for the path. Now, who am I to, you know, assess Russell Westbrook's parenting? But, you know, I, I would, I, if I was advising him, I would say, why don't you have a conversation with the boys and, and just, or, you know, your kids and just say, you know, daddy is a public figure and sometimes there's going to be mean people out there and you got to learn how to deal with that. It's unfortunate, you know, that he feels that way, that he's getting bullied. But when you're a public figure, those things happen. Those things happen. So, you know, it sucks that it, the kids are involved in that way, but I feel like have a conversation and try to get them to understand that daddy has to deal with stuff. And guess what? In life, you're going to have to deal with some bad stuff too in terms of bullies and things that you don't like and people making fun of you or whatever. You can't eradicate everybody that might make fun of your kid or make fun of you. You got to find a way to deal with it. So I, there's my thought. Rhett and Providence. What's something that gives you an oddly satisfying feeling of accomplishment? I'll give you one. When the dog takes a dump on a walk and it's in a place that I don't have to pick it up or do anything. It's an oddly satisfying feeling. Like we have some railroad tracks near our house. If the dog goes over there and and poops, I don't have to pick it up. I'll take it, you know. I guess that's what he's talking about. I don't know. Uh, Kirsten in Somerville. What's one movie that you like that you're embarrassed to admit that you enjoy? Um, you remember the movie What Women Want, Mel Gibson, circa 2000, I don't know, 20 years ago or so it came out? I kind of thought it was funny. I don't know if that's a chick flick. He, he like, got electrocuted or something, and then he could hear what women were thinking. I thought it was a funny concept. I thought it was funny. Um... Another one on that list would be Summer Catch. I like Summer Catch. What do you what do you want me to say? I like that movie. Okay. Jackson in Hull. Your thoughts on the Island Boys? The Island Boys from uh TikTok. They're mesmerizing. I mean, I don't know what else to say. They've got hair that's crazy, tattoos everywhere, and their voice is just hypnotizing. I've never seen or heard anything like it. Uh, I don't follow their content, but every now and then they pop up. And I, I've watched some of their cameos. I find them entertaining. I Mesmerizing is the best way to describe the Island Boys. Stewie and Malden. Are you worried about mega spiders parachuting down on your head? So there's a story I saw that I guess spiders the size of little kids' hands are going to pe- fly down or something. I, I, yeah, I'm, if that happens, I'm wor- you're not worried about that? I mean, a spider the size of a hand is going to fly down and land on you, and you're cool. Like, everything's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm worried about that. I had a murder hornet in my yard last year. 
didn't bite me. I killed it, but it, I mean, I was, you know, not good. Uh, we got one more here. One more? Yeah. Uh, Robbie in Water, Robbie M in Watertown. What are your top two favorite Carl Everett memories? Easily, my favorite memory of Carl Everett is when he uh he broke up Mike Mussina's no hitter, a perfect game with two outs in the ninth inning in two thousand one. It's one of my favorite all time Red Sox Yankees memories. The other one was he when he got into the fight with the ump on uh, Family Day at Fenway Park. You know, little Timmy and Johnny are in the area at the at the game, enjoying an ice cream out of the out of the uh, helmet, and he's mfing the ump for all to hear and see. That's funny to me. You know, I I not the I didn't have kids at the time, so I guess it might not be as funny now. That was funny to me. So Carl Everett, oh, I liked Carl Everett. You know, that was before the championship years, so he brought a little edge, and he he was a good player. So that's uh, thank you to everybody that that emailed us there. But yeah, just to uh, just to summarize, if you don't think the Boston Celtics are legitimate NBA contenders, I can't help you. They are contenders to win it all. Not saying they will. Wouldn't bet on them to do so. But they are contenders, and that could happen if it doesn't this year. Watch out as we go forward. And for the Patriots, do something. Doesn't have to be a corner because I think that's on the lower end of priorities when building an NFL team. I do. I do. As crazy as that sounds with all of the passing that goes on, I think it's more about linebackers, pass rushers, and combating good offense with good offense of your own and having weapons of your own. All right, I'll be back Sunday. Ethan, thanks, man. Have a good night. This is WEI Late T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.